And welcome back. Dan. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Hi. 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 Um, hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I've missed sitting across from you in this tiny little square table. Wow. And looking into your beautiful eyes. Oh. I miss your face. Thank you. For those of you not watching at home the video part of this wonderful podcast, edited by Lima Genigna, I want to say that I'm dressed like the last guy in the last lane of the bowling alley. Mm. So you get a little mental picture there if you're not really into video. Yeah, it's a big Lebowski feels. Yeah, I'm dressed like the guy who checks you in at the Marriott Bonvoy. (laughs) <laughs> and I want to say that it's so good to be back. It's so nice to have you home. I missed you a lot. It's nice to be with you. I missed you every day. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who have been paying attention, I've been in, I've been on the East Coast. Yes, I did a show with my friend Olin Rogers in Boston, mm-hmm. and then I had a day off, and then I did three days straight in New York City at the Stand. And I'll say it a thousand times. Saying it. One of my favorite places in the universe. Yeah, it's Some a great. Of, sorry. It's a great place. I got excited and I kept yeah, talking. Go ahead. It is a great place. And they treat you so nice. Mm-hmm. And they ask about you now. Joe That's always nice. asks about you. He's so nice. The staff is great. Joe, uh, Adele, Patrick, all the wait staff, mm-hmm. the hosts, everybody. All the comedians are firing on all cylinders at all times. And it makes you want to strive to be better. And the crowds are great. Mm-hmm. I love that place. If you're anywhere near New York City, go to the stand. Yeah. To um, it's great, dude. Just they're they have like gourmet food, so just fucking go there and and eat and have a nice date night and then see a great show and then get the fuck out. You don't live there. Yeah, they have really good. Um, they they're like really the food is really good. The drinks are really tasty. If you're a drinker, yeah. not, I'm sure they can make you a mocktail. It seem, They seem like the kind of, even the bartenders, killing it at all times. Yeah. And it does seem like a place that would whip up a mocktail. Yeah. On the, yeah. On the uh, on, I, with the quickness. If I remember correctly, I do think that they have a, a mocktail. mocktail. Yeah. Shirley Temple, new, new fashioned. Yeah. Uh, because their names are always like, it's regular drink names but with a little twist yeah margarinzo yeah and what have you margaret margaret rita <laughs> just two chick names <laughs> uh dude it was such a good time i hope i can go back there at every once in a while till i die yeah i was like i'll call you in august man. i was jealous that you got to see my mom and nana and your parents and yeah your mom your your mom is we love each other very much. Yes. And we're always so happy to see each other. And then Nana is like, her face lights up because she never knows that I'm coming. Yeah. And then she, it like, it gets to the point where she remembers that I don't speak Albanian. Yeah. And then she's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, go up to her, like, hello, Shikayan. <laughs> and she's like, Duh. yeah. And then I'm like, how's, where's mom? Is mom inside? And she's like, yeah, I love you too. I love you too. <laughs> She's so cute and small. Yeah, she is very small. 
Wouldn't want to cross her though. I love that lady. No, dude, she's savage right now too. She has like no filter. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, I love it, but I also don't have to see it all the time. Nothing better than an old woman with no filter. Oh yeah. dude. Way better than an old man with no filter. Dude, when you're 88 years old, who fucking cares at that point? Who cares? Yeah. You need one friend tops. Mm, mm -hmm. And that's like, that's like saying you need 20 friends in the middle of your life. Yeah. If you have one friend, great. You got somebody to help you if you need help. Other than that, tell everybody what you think about them. Bye. On a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, so much fun. Yes. Um, had such a great time. Um, the whole time, man. It's always so exhausting. Mm -hmm. Going back and forth from New York to Connecticut, mm -hmm. and uh, but it's so worth it. Really feel alive. No time to really fuck around. No, no fuck time to. To fuck around or, um, or like waste time or like you sneak a little bit of relaxing time in there. If you follow my Mike Faltography, um, page, I snuck out with my camera. I had an extra two hours. I went to the, the Terrytown train station, mm -hmm. which is just the most pleasant little train station. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. It's on the Metro North. Mm -hmm. And I went over there and I, I took some pictures and it was like, I, you know that I talk about wanting to do that all the time. Right. I do want to do that all the time. So I had a couple hours and I was like, I'm going to go fucking take some pictures. And yeah. then I did that. I came back to the hotel where I was the only non-Hasidic Jewish person mm -hmm. in the hotel. And, uh, and I edited photos and, um, <clears throat> you know, it's a cool, uh, I'm very big into, this is my daily routine type stuff. Mm -hmm. And here it's like, wake up, make you coffee, hour of video games, work till I get sick of it, blah, blah, blah. I right. think we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. Extra conscious of repeating myself now that I have a friend who tells me I repeat myself all the time and a wife who tells me that I chew weird. Okay. But we all have things, don't we? Okay. So I love the, um, the routine of being away. I wake up early. I try to... Um, there's a meme out right now where the ultimate warrior is sprinting to the ring. And on the top and the white part, it says like when hotel breakfast stops at nine and yeah. it's eight 45, mm -hmm. that's me. Yeah. I do that. And then, um, either I try to work out or I try to get outside. I, you know, me and how bricked up I am about diners, mm -hmm. big diner head. Dude, he's so horny for it. I would love to do a whole video about diners. I'm thinking about, I don't want to say what I'm thinking about because okay, I'm going to say it and it's going to seem like a great idea and then I'm not going to do it yes. and I'm going to be disappointed in myself. So don't. Um, love a good diner. Mm -hmm. Was able to visit uh, a couple of them. Yeah. Was able to get some bacon, egg and cheeses the way they're supposed to be made. Mm -hmm. Was able to visit um, Nick Hamilton, um, who is a gay. He's a beautiful, beautiful boy. Do you know any gays? Uh -huh. They just have a way about them. They're great. They're, they're like whimsical. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know any boring gays. No. And I don't think I've ever said that sentence before, but I don't know that I personally know any boring gays. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know any boring gays. Every single uh, gay friend that I have is just, they're always doing something. My friend Colin sends me the funniest shit. Yeah. And he's just, he's great. Yeah. 
Get it out. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is that your throat making that little whistling noise? Yeah, I'm like, what is happening right now? You swallow a cute cute cock? Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other what day, did... Colin oh, sent me uh, a video of uh, mm-hmm. Kaylee Minogue. Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. Shout out one time. <laughs> And he's She's like, has been around forever, dude. This bitch is a gay icon <clears throat> for a reason, and it's her blush. It, I, she just like came out. Uh, she came out with like a new song. Yeah. And I was like, dude, she's incredible. Kylie like, Minogue was uh, Lady Gaga before Lady Gaga. Yeah. 100%. She was like not extra Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> she, um, she's like the highest paid recording artist in Australia. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget that she's Australian. Nah, 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 what is Natasha nah, Bedingfield? Nah, 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 nah. I don't know. Is she Australian? Because I, I, I don't think she's American. I have no the idea. The Bedingfields. You know who used to hang out with Daniel Bedingfield, her brother, hmm. who was famously, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to make it. going to make it. going to make it. She's British. She's British? Yeah. Uh, Elliot used to hang out with him every now and then. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't oh, that funny? That is funny. Um, Shit, I never text him back. Anyway, go What's on. your deal? So, I have a funny story. Sure, lay it on me. So, Saturday... So, this week has been just a killer week. I'm getting ready to leave for Portugal. There's a lot going on. My schedule's out of control. Not fair for you to leave me, by the way. I would never do that to you. Are you fucking serious? What? You just left me for a week before my big trip. And this was like something that I had planned for a long time. One. Yeah. Two, you, this was a last minute trip for you and you spent a week away from me. When Olin oh. Roger says, oh, do you want to come to Boston for a mm. second? Mm. I come to Boston for a second. Mm. Also. A second. But then you decided to stay on the East Coast. I got lost on the way to the airport oh, and I stayed no. for a week. No, 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 no. Your parents were with you and I know your mom and your mom does not get lost. Don't talk about my mom. Your mom and I love each other. I love that woman. That's not what she told me when I was home. Dude, that's not true. She said I don't like her because she's short and I don't trust her. She's short. <laughs> my mom says like I what never... What was that noise? I was thinking with my oh. teeth. Listen, don't do that to me. My mom doesn't trust you. That's so not true. what was your... What's your... So I was at work, crazy hell week, okay? Um, and I was just, I was just exhausted. Saturday ended up staying at work later than I expected. At one point I had to run out and go to the ATM, uh, to grab cash for, uh, for our cleaning lady. Yeah. And so he famously robs people at the ATM. That was a very funny story. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, we'll get to that um, one as well. Uh, so anyway, we ended up, um, so I end up walking outside and there's a homeless guy in the parking lot by my car. Shout out. And he's maybe like 20 feet from the car. And he's bent over and he's doing something in the rocks, like on the side of the, the parking lot. And he's completely bent over yeah. like this, looks over at me. Yeah. And through the other side, he's like, fuck you. <laughs> gave me the old, the old okie doke. And I literally was like, you're not wrong. <laughs> okay. And I like, okay. walked away. I was like, all right, yeah. Yeah. Fair. Sure. Fair. Fuck me. You yeah. got an axe to grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I get it. It's me. 
You think he he watched the show and he just wasn't a fan? He was just like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. I like yeah. walked back in. I told Jamie. And she was like, yeah, that's about the way the week is going. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes you have a week and you look around and you, you can't get no relief anywhere. Mm-mm. Yeah. And it was, it was fine. I mean, like, it was just, it was crazy. We both got our periods. We were both just like, we're both slammed. Jamie's leaving for Portugal actually on the first. And I was supposed to leave then with her. Do you know what it's called when three women get their periods at the same time? No. Ellipses. Is that real? I am. (laughs) I truly believe this. And I didn't for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I had imposter syndrome for a long time. Mm. But I truly believe that if you rewind the tape and you listen to what I just said, I'm top (laughs) 10 funniest people in the universe. Somebody get Mork to check on the rest of the universe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Somebody get Stitch from Lilo and Stitch to circle the universe. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Dude, um, this is a... What the fuck was I going to tell you? Dude, so we also went to Salem, Oregon together. Yes, we did. With... Uh, with Steve and, and Haley and Kevin and we did live dynamic banter and um, it was so much fun man shout out one time to Haley for helping <clears throat> me with merch and stuff she was a huge huge help Haley is very funny she's very funny yeah I enjoy her and also Smay Smay she's Smay I've noticed yeah sometimes I hear a voice and I can't tell where it's coming from and then I'm like oh it's Haley she's just Smay <laughs> um, kind of the opposite of Heather Yes. So um, we we had a great time on uh, a couple days prior to our arrival in the Portland airport. I noticed that my um, good friends, bad friends were in Portland Mm -hmm. like the night before we got there. Um, Andrew Santino, Jetski Johnson, Bobby Lee were doing a show in Portland and I was like are you going to be there on overlapping nights and they're like no we leave the we leave the day you're coming in mm-hmm. so in a serendipitous turn of events we see Santino getting off the or uh, getting on into, a plane to yeah. LA as we were coming in yes and uh, always a pleasant surprise but we we kind of posted up near an ATM mm-hmm. and I was introducing Steve to, to Andrew and um, lots of super funny jokes being made mm-hmm. about people sleeping with my wife and we we're all having a good time. All of us were having fun at once. Mm-hmm. Totally going to sleep with Andrew Santino. Well, we, I mean, <laughs> we, and then we'd, and we're all having fun. Yes. So we're posted up next to an ATM and this poor, well, she definitely wasn't poor, but this older white lady starts oh, using dude. the ATM. She's like, we use this? And Santino's like, yeah, no problem. We're kind of, we've been robbing people all day. All day. And he doesn't, you know. Break. Dude, he doesn't break at all because he is a superb actor and one of the funniest people on the planet. Yes. And also, like, that's how we met each other. When I met him, we were, I, I know I've told this story before, so sorry. We were in a hot tub at a playlist live years and years ago. And he would just be this like vaguely Russian tourist talking to anyone who came into the hot tub with us. And he just loves like being whoever and fucking with strangers. Mm-hmm. 
And so he just straight face looks at this lady and he's like, yeah, we've been robbing people at this ATM all day. So like you're next or whatever. And like you're in an airport, you're fucking surrounded by securities at all times. And it's just so funny to see someone be like, I'm sorry, what? What what like, did, what did you just say? Clearly nervous. And he's like, oh yeah yeah yeah. We're, we've just been we've been posted up here robbing rob, people all day, <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty good. It's so fucking funny, and he's I wouldn't recommend great. it. He's so great. He is really great, and it's always a it was a great surprise to see him put me in a good mood for the rest of mm-hmm. the day, and I know it put you in a good mood as well. Oh my god, I love seeing him. Yeah, he's just a dreamboat. Okay, a ginger dreamboat. Yeah, and that is gross to have hair like that. And, um, dude, can I tell you something about TSA Yes. in general? Yes. I don't speak at the airport Mm -mm. unless I absolutely have to. Mm -hmm. And when I do have to, I say cream one sugar or bagel with cream cheese or, and that's it. Toasted. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And, uh, and I... I definitely don't talk to TSA because their jobs are hard enough and there's always people. I can't imagine like there's TSA, there's clear, mm-hmm. which other people go right through because they're jet setting around the world all the time. Mm-hmm. And then there are TSA pre people who are doing the same thing within the national borders. Mm-hmm. And then there's people in the regular security line who maybe fly more seldomly than that. And they mm-hmm. always, no matter how clear the rules are stated, they never know what to do and they never know what to take out of their bags or if they're taking off their light jacket or mm-hmm. if they're taking off their shoes or, and the TSA people have to repeat shit all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the airport at certain times, really early or really light, late, light. Why did I say that with an yeah. Australian accent? Light. Really early, really, really light. Uh, sometimes the TSA people bounce for a second and that line's not always open, but the regular security line is short and they give you a piece of paper to say your TSA, you don't need to, your pre-check, you don't need to do this, that, and the other thing. Take your laptops out of your bag or take your shoes off or whatever. Mm -hmm. I got there and I, I went to go check into TSA pre and, and the woman who checks the boarding passes, I'm like TSA pre, she's like, they just left. But tell that guy, this is verbatim what she said. Tell that guy that you're TSA pre and they'll give you a little piece of paper and you won't have to take off your shoes or take your shit out of your bag. There's Uh maybe 15 other people in line. It goes super fast. This is in Hartford, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And I I go up to the guy and I say, hey, just want to let you know I'm TSA pre. Uh... And he goes, he was, couldn't be more annoyed that I said, and and I'm like, this is why I don't speak words in this fucking building. And he goes, we know we'll be able to know. And I said, I got a big smile on my face. Like I, I know how all this works. I'm not like somebody struggling to finish a juice or like right. yelling at you to bring my aerosol can or right. anything. Or asking you a thousand times, what do I need to take out of my bag? Wait, do I need to take my belt off? How about my watch? <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. I need to take my socks off too? Can I put my belt around my shoes and put them in a separate bin? Do I need to put each shoe in a separate bin? Can I just put them on the belt or does it need to be? Do you really need to have it in a bin? Can I spit in a bin and you send it to 23 Me? And... 
I'm not like giving a problem or anything. I'm literally just relaying what the first TSA lady told me to tell the first TSA guy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we know or whatever. And I got big smile. Like I know what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, man. Okay. And then, uh, it's clear that he was like, sometimes you could just tell that people are itching to like, they've been barked at all day and now they're itching to like take it out on somebody, but I wasn't giving it to him. Yeah. Just big smile. Take it on the chin. I know from my thousands of times through security that I'll be out of here in a second. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, he gives me the fucking piece of paper that everyone and their mother has touched since the beginning of time. Did and you lick it? I licked it once. Mm, sure. Good. I rolled it up and I smoked weed in front of his Fuck face. Yeah. I said, take this. It's legal there now. <laughs> I guess they would still have a problem with it. Mm. So, uh, I go through no problem, but of course, like one out of every three times when I'm not TSA pre actually more frequently than that. If I'm in a regular security line, they see the cameras and the wires and stuff in my bag. And they're like, we got to check it. Mm-hmm. Oldest living TSA agent mm-hmm. takes my camera out of my bag. He's like, got to check your camera. Opens up three sections of the bag that aren't the camera part before he even asks me. He's like, how do I get to the camera? And I'm like do this zipper i'm explaining very like i already had one tsa run in today yeah. so i'm explaining very like lightly it's it's this one that's the laptop you're doing the top part that's not the top that's and that's the laptop part and you're gonna want to unzip this and it opens like a door and then you can take the camera out takes the camera out oh my god i'm so nervous and I was nervous too because he first he took it out and he put it on the very edge of the counter. Yeah, <laughs> sir. He put he takes it out and he looks at it and then he he puts it here. No. <laughs> and I just got these, and then he's looking at it like this. And I know this is very video specific, but it's completely upside down. And he's looking at it like through this, which isn't on. And there's no viewfinder. No. There's only this right. uh, screen that comes out. Right. And he goes, how do I look through it without having to turn it on? And I said, you don't. That's not how this piece of technology works. Also, might want to give it one of these. And it'll help you see where the power button is. So if you do want to look at it, you can hit the power button and you can look through it. And he goes, take the lens off. And I said, the lens, the whole lens, because the cap. And I said, no, what you said a second ago. So I take the cap off and he goes, oh yeah, it might help to turn the power on. Turns the power on. He's given me a little bit of an attitude, but I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm not, this isn't my cross to bear. Mm-hmm. And he looks through it like this, even though you, you can look through yeah. it at full arm's length. Right. He puts it up to his nose and he goes, okay, you're good. And I'm, I, I'm like, Turn okay, let me get out of here. It's the battery's it's dead. Yeah, okay. I think it's been on since I left the house oh, a week ago. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, and it's just, I went through that whole situation between the first guy and the second guy looking at my camera upside down and off. And I'm like, 
man, I hope you find the things that you're looking for easier than, you know, because like, I want to comply and I want to trust you and I want to know that you're keeping everybody safe. Sir, I'm not here to give you a problem. I'm literally here to get from one destination to the next. Yeah. And I'm here to hope that you do your job so we could all do that safely. Right. And you're turning my camera around like it's a, a, one of those plastic, uh, viewfinder things from the eighties. Yeah. And you're like a little kid who got handed a viewfinder for the first time. Mm-hmm. But I understand that they don't, they don't know about cameras or whatever. And then they like test my camera for bomb. Yeah. They swipe residue. it. Yeah. And I'm like, homie. I love when they do my palms. Yeah. I think that sometimes they see my face and they're like, mm, or my name. And they're like, yeah, no. What geez. name is on your ID? Zoya Falzone. Yeah. Still pretty sketchy, but not as sketchy. No, as not straight as, up. All yeah. Mean, yeah. Know? Yeah. Dude, Chris Stefano on the pod. Did you uh, see that clip mm-hmm. that I sent you of Chris Stefano talking about Albanians? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rolling yeah, up on came like back a... with quads. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. I saw that a couple days before you sent that to me. Okay. Well, and I was like, me. wow, that's very fitting. Yeah. 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 You don't fuck around. Because it's like he didn't come with his brothers. Those weren't all his brothers. No. Those were just his like... cousins, his cousins, friends, cousins, <laughs> yeah. cousins of cousins, cousins, cousins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And that's, that's how, how we roll. Take over Arthur Avenue. So this is a podcast where <clears throat> a comedian and a hairdresser who happen to love each other from the, to the end of the earth and back mm-hmm. answer questions that you submit about your relationship to whatever. Yes. Zoya? Michael? Do we have any questions this week about someone's relationship to whatever? We do, as a matter of fact. Let's get one or two out of I've already lost it. Oh. I lost it. Well, here's a question that I have. Um, well. Why did that happen? Well, what had happened was. You got to show enough respect to the audience. I had pulled it up, but it went away oh so you gotta just give me a second here um and well maybe we'll do a little musical interlude so yeah okay um i got a question here yeah Uh, hurry up i'm late for breakfast with my band member no you're not uh, you said 10.30, right? Yes. We'll answer a few and then go. Okay. Uh, what are some ways uh, to check that? Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Start over. <clears throat> Zoya, <clears throat> looking <throat> for the questions. Okay, I'm and ready. Then- what are some ways that you challenge negative self-thoughts? <sighs> That's a great question. And I know that a lot of people deal with like... Uh, just kind of being down on themselves or being depressed or uh, imposter syndrome and stuff like that. I know I deal with that. Um, sometimes it helps to remind yourself of what you've done. You know, sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, I'm not where I want to be in life. And uh, am I on the right path? And what's next? Because you can't always see what's next. You don't always have a plan for five years down the road. Right. You know, but it helps to remind me, uh, remind myself of what I've done and things that I've accomplished. Mm -hmm. Say, I'm not nowhere. Mm -hmm. I'm not where I was five years ago. Right. I'm super, you know, far past even where I was three years ago. Mm -hmm. So whenever you're like in a little bit of a rut, 
kind of remind yourself of, of how far you've come already. Yeah, I think uh, same. Uh, I think that we end up needing to give ourselves a little more grace uh, instead of like catastrophizing everything, Yeah, you know? Um, What's some of the similarities between somebody who's accomplished a lot mm-hmm. and a male porn star? You ever hear this old adage? I mean, that is like ultimate. The similarities between <laughs> somebody who's accomplished a lot and a male porn star <clears throat> is that we've both come so far. <laughs> you gotta stop doing that. Um, no. <laughs> That's what you get. Talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that we need to to give ourselves a little more grace and and be a little bit nicer to ourselves. You know, I know it's such an easy it's easier said than done, of course, but I think that we end up really just torturing ourselves for no reason when something's out of your hands. If you have control over it, then take control of it, right? right? And I know that's also hard when you're depressed and down and just feel like you keep getting knocked down but it's not just happening at you or to you you know there are certain things that you can change there are certain things that you can you know just kind of let go and put it out into the universe that you want something to change and maybe the universe will hear you and bang yeah done you also, know? you can't uh, you can't change the past, mm-hmm. and you can't predict the future. Right. But you can try to make the present as good as possible. Right. Like I know one of the things that I get down on myself about frequently is like my weight fluctuation, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm like, I get especially recently, I've been getting so so down on myself about fluctuating in weight, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I fucking you know, I did good all yesterday, and then I was out last night late at a show and I got so hungry that instead of just going to bed hungry and fixing it the next morning, like I got pizza at Joe's or something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or, or whatever. And I'll wake up and I'll, I'll feel let down. Right. But it's like literally the only thing you could do is wake up the next morning and be like, today is going to be good. Start over. Yeah. I think, um, I think we have a, uh, we're always going to be our own worst enemies. You know, because yeah. I have the same thing. There are days that I like crush, destroy, whatever. And I mean, I've put on a lot of weight since last year and, you know, it sucks. It was one of your eyebrow hairs bothering you. Yes. In your eyeball. There's Turn always to the side just one in my eye. I can't see it. This eye, since the beginning of time, there's always something hanging down in front of it. Maybe I should give you my eyelash curler and you start curling your eyelashes. I don't know if it's an eyelash or if it's a long eyebrow hair. No, it's not. I, I trimmed those a couple weeks ago. Do you see it? No, I don't see it. I don't know where it is, but I know that it is. Okay. And it we'll fix is it. killing me. We'll fix it after. Um, But yeah, I think I think people just need to give themselves a little more grace. That's give all. Give yourself some grace, yeah. man. You yeah. deserve it can't always be beating yourself up you can be beating yourself off no all right we're gonna do this last question then we gotta go i'm um i'm getting married in the fall they're horny too 
Congratulations. You'll finally be able to have sexual intercourse once you get married. In planning our wedding, my fiance is more worried about keeping other people happy than having the day she wants. Amen. What can I do to be the best support to her? Break up. <clears throat> no. Break up. You'll never have to worry about that again. I think there's a serious conversation that needs to be had because it's not about the people that are coming and whatever. If she has a dream about like this beautiful day and whatever, it's essentially about the two of you and your relationship. Dude, and we're the... going to do a hypothetical situation mm -hmm. and you tell me how you would react in this situation. Okay. I'm her. Okay. And you're the other person. Okay. Um, man, I'm stressed out. I got to invite all these people or else everyone's going to be fucking pissed off. Okay. Well, we're going to need to really take a look at the list. We all, don't... I'm, all I'm doing is looking at the list. Okay. But let's maybe not invite children to the wedding. Well, we got to invite the kids. No, we don't have to do anything. Um, second of all, it's about us. Third of all, if that person doesn't come, that's okay. It's not that easy. It is that easy. It's going to be okay. And seen. Mm -hmm. I think um, I find that a lot of uh, people are having that issue. I have a client right now and her and her daughter kind of were going at it about like the guest list and who's invited and whatever. And they're very like uh, community family type people that they they're Jewish and they are a huge part of the Jewish community and yeah. always have been right. And the mother, my client was like, you know, I have to invite so-and-so and I have to do whatever. And I was like, well, it's not really about that. And she was like, well, they invited us to theirs. And I was like, I understand that. I was like, but at the end of the day, it's about your daughter and her fiance. Yeah. And it's wanna... about, you know, it's about what they want. And she was like, yeah, I know. But, and I was like, no, 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 there shouldn't be a, but yeah. And she was like, we're actually all having a meeting soon. So they all came to like a happy agreement. So a lot of the time it's not even so much the fiance, you know, her being upset about not inviting X, Y, and Z. It's about the background people, right? Mm -hmm. It's about who's also helping. Like if you agreed, if your parents agreed to help us with our wedding, right? And they were like, you have to invite 125 people. I've been like, I'm sorry, then I don't. Because if we were going to have a wedding, it was going to be like 400 people. Dude, Italians and Albanians. <clears throat> Forget about it. And we have to put yeah. up an octagon and in the middle. And your parents aren't even. <laughs> your parents. <laughs> it was going to be a straight up fucking boxing match. They have to fight the people getting called into the wedding. Right. You have to fight your way into you the wedding. Whoever wins way. gets to stay. Cannolis. <laughs> sorry. Dude. Um. You don't drink, but you have to earn coffee. Your, but your parents aren't even, your parents have always been just like so amazing in the in the sense of just, it's whatever you guys want. They never ever, you know, they're never pushy. They're never like, when are you guys having kids? When are you going to, you know, do whatever. Um, your parents are amazing in that way. But some people's parents aren't that way. Yeah. I got very lucky. I yeah. married up. Um, but your mom didn't force us to do anything either no no your mom no, was no. like just be happy that's it because she everybody in we were talking uh me and my parents were talking about how you are second generation american mm -hmm. and i'm third generation mm -hmm. american and we we're talking about marrying a certain way to like keep the culture like back in the day how 
Italians can only marry Italians or mm-hmm. else the grandparents would be upset. And mm-hmm. Albanians, like you guys had arranged marriages mm-hmm. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like the further, it's like how many generations does it have to go through before it's like, uh, it's what you want. And it's not as much for the culture as it is for the people getting married. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm sure if the over, well, I'm not sure cause everyone's different and people suck sometimes, but if the overbearing parts of your family mm-hmm. knew how much of a stress and strain it, it was mm-hmm. for you to make sure everyone's included, would they still push that hard to be included or would they be butthurt about it? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if somebody's going to shun you for not getting invited to your wedding, then they weren't family in the first place. Right. You could take a lot of that blood out. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I think the best advice I could give you about how to better support her is ask her exactly what it is that you need. What do you need from me to help with this situation? Um, maybe if, if it is like family being overbearing about what things look like, maybe it's time that you do have a meeting with everyone Yeah, and be like, this is not working for us. Be and like, what do you, if your aunt is upset? That she didn't get invited to the wedding, your aunt and uncle, be like, well, what have you done for the family? You didn't, you haven't even given us any hot cousins. What have you done for me lately? Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, 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 yeah. Why am I eating cannolis and going to church with you? You, all you do is spit out uggos. Oh my god! No hot cousins. <laughs> and that's the tea. You guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, uh, patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website where you give us a little bit of your heart and cash and we give our $10 group a shout out. And it sounds like this. And it goes a little something like this. 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 Uh, Catherine O'Connor. Alex Berringer. Uh, Ryan Cruteau. Cole Rusty. Um, I don't know what I did here. No, 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 nope. Um, Joseph Capricusio, uh, okay. Shannon Haynes, D. Aldi, Ernesto, Raja Nose, Luis Sinodet, uh, Lauren Chauncey, Paul Gilliam, Derek Helling, Steve Diergo, Chris McCarthy, Trevor the Werefishy, Joe Penn, Happy Birthday, Starlight, JJ McToots, Rachel Last Name, Mike Genie, Alan Garcia, Connie Tryon, Isabella Sparkles, and Taro Baez, Frankie Matos Music. Uh, Johnny Rizzito Handcrafted Neckwear, CCP. Dude, every time you say uh, Frankie Matos music, mm-hmm. I thought I think you're gonna say Frankie Hotos Motos. That's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty good. Hotos. CCP and J. Admam. Emily Paget, Caleb Perkins, Giant Tom Hanks, Liz- Lizzie Love. Hotos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need that. Frankie Hotojimoto. Uh, uh, Gavin Welsh. Someone tell Aaron. Jackie Hammond. Page of Aquarius. Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius. What? A uh, guy with long hair. Chris Johnson is gonna be a dad. Congratulations, Congratulations Chris Johnson. So sorry for your ears just then. Uh, Anita Rosita Valles. Anita Rosita. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Putz, Beth Bush, uh, Christina Camille, Mary Juana, <laughs> uh, Michael Johnson, Kayla Johnston, uh, Jules Run, Grant Levisier, Chad Clark, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, Katie Taylor, um, 
Shane Walsh, Joe Ban, Milky Beans, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Magnus Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Ben Fuchs, Janisha Tutton, Danny Sinclair, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Bebestein, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Helen Ford, Illuminos, Superfloss, um, it's Tatania Day. Uh, Danielle D. Verona, Dev Robbervo, Robberu, uh, Jesse Stillwell, Katie Lee G, Rob Devereux, J- uh, Don Bjorn, Nestor DeLeon III, Luis Hernandez, Alexander Legowski, Monique Quistor, Felicia Shimberry, and Matthew J. Palka. You guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Also, before we go, mm-hmm. June 2nd Ooh, is yeah. the next Surrounded show in the main room of the Hollywood Improv, and there's uh, um, going to be shows all over Los Angeles in the coming months, Los Angeles and San Diego. We're doing a surrounded show in San Diego on the 31st at Whistle Stop Bar for the 31st of uh, May. And then uh, June 2nd, Hollywood Improv, Main Room, Surrounded. surrounded. It's going to be fun as fuck. Also, if you guys uh, want to text us questions, you can do so at 818-722-8682. Yeah. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Hotel Motos. Hotel Motos.